Well, hello there. I'm Karen Sander. You are listening to Aging Fearlessly, a program for the over 50s, those uniquely wonderful baby boomers. My aim is to educate, motivate and inspire you to embrace the exciting journey of life for decades to come. So stay tuned to meet a variety of guests who will share their stories and passions to help us gain insight into the ways to live a happier, healthier life. Welcome back again to Aging Fearlessly with Karen Sander. I'm so pleased once again to be here with you today. And my special guest today is a woman called Cynthia Shearer. And our theme is our life story. And I'm sure many of you would agree that when family pass on or we forget things and we always want to ask things about what's happened um, or how did this happen or how did that happen or do you remember what mum said about that? And these are some of the things we're going to talk about today. So Cynthia is a biographer and historian, and she founded a business called Our Life Story, and it's to help people to capture the memories in life. And welcome, Cynthia. Thank you, Karen, so much for inviting us along today and giving us the opportunity to just to stop and think about the importance of capturing our memories before they fade or they're lost forever. So thank you. It's a very important thing that we do capture those memories because, you know, sometimes my dad passed last year, as you know, and I think so, oh, what did dad say about that, you know? Or And you, there's things you want to ask and there's things I want to ask about my grandparents and they're not there anymore to ask. And, you know, how great would it be if, if you had it recorded? In hindsight, we all look back and we feel the same way and it was through an experience of losing my mother-in-law. It's very similar to your situation that it wasn't until her funeral that I actually stopped and listened to her story and learnt what an incredible, inspiring life she lived. And I knew so little of her because I'd only known her for eight years. And having two small young children and not knowing their grandmother, it's just like I regret not taking the opportunity just to stop and, and listen to her stories. And actually, we all think of funerals as a sad place, but quite often they they're a celebration of a life. And I have sat in funerals and gone, my goodness, I didn't know that about them. Why didn't I know that? Why didn't I ask that? Why didn't, was, why didn't I inquire more into probably things to them that were very important in their life? It's, and you just go, wow, that gives me another, you know, I take my hat off to them. If that's, I'm, I'm mumbling around with words here, but it's all those sort of thoughts that go through your mind. Yes, absolutely, Karen, exactly. And I I would really like to think by having this conversation with you and your listeners that it will all stop us just to take that time and go, okay, um, that was a missed opportunity, but it shines a light that we still have the opportunity to capture and sit down with our loved ones now uh, while they're present with us and also get to know them on a deeper level. You'll be surprised what you learn about somebody and give you an understanding of how they've come to be where they are today and why they think the way they do, why um, the wisdom that they have to share. Um, it's truly an inspiring experience. Do you know one of the things I learned about my mother when I was probably in my 40s, and I learned this from my mum's grandchildren, my nieces, that my mother loved Turkish delight. And I said, I didn't know that. And they said, oh, yeah, Nan. Oh, yeah, we always have Turkish delight with Nan. I go, oh, okay, Hmm, interesting. 
Anyway, there are all those little things, and sometimes grandkids find these things out, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. So how did you get into helping people with their stories? You know, Mm. particularly you you developed a passion for it because of your mother-in-law, but how did you actually get into doing this? Um, I have four years counselling and life coaching under my belt, and it was through the life coaching experience, the first thing you do when you sit down with somebody is you say, so tell me about yourself. And I always found that was a beautiful foundation for our coaching session to start with because that's when they're most authentic Mm. and they're open to sharing the story of their life. Always stayed connected to that feeling of when I met people and they'd share their story. And then losing my mother-in-law opened my eyes to I would never want this to happen again to my family and I would hope that I can inspire other families to do the same thing. Well, it's a very honourable thing that you're doing. And another question, how do you help people to capture their memories and to create a book? Because I'm going to say another thing that I, I talk about often. So many people say, I am going to write a book one day. Mm. And there is a book in all of us. Mm. But so few people do it. Because it does take grit and it does take time and it does take effort. But how do you help them to actually overcome these hurdles and actually do it? Well, it was through overwhelm of when I looked into it after Roz had passed and I thought, I can still capture her memories now through family and their experiences and the stories that she did tell me. So when I started looking on the internet, I have to be honest, I was overwhelmed by you have to be a writer and you have to write it this way. And I just kept thinking to myself, there has to be an easier way than this to capture our memories So it was through research and development that I've created a website where you can download a Write My Story guide and that takes you through the journey of your life from uh, family history to your early childhood, uh, teenage years, adult years, your career, anything that you've probably even forgotten that you've thought, I'm actually I'm happy to share that or I'm excited Mm. to share that. I had forgotten about that. Uh, So it's through the journey of reading the questions and seeing what, memories it evokes for you and then capturing it whether it's in writing it typing it or recording and talking into a telephone or a dictaphone there are so many ways and it's actually easy to do yeah I think people you know there's that block that this is hard Mm. and it doesn't have to be hard and what you're doing is making it simple before we talk more on this topic I asked you to choose some songs Mm -hmm. everybody's free to wear sunscreen Now, I listened to it when I downloaded it from iTunes today and I loved it. I don't remember the song. Mm. Why did you choose it? It's a song that I heard many years ago and I remember I loved it then and Baz Luhrmann's also done um, a song of it as well and I loved his version. And it's not until now that I really appreciate the wisdom that the song shares and that's something that I'm really passionate about in when we help people capture their stories and their memories, that they share the wisdom that they've that have evolved over their life. And this song relates really strongly to me in that sense, that the wisdom that it captures and we can share on to younger generations but also future generations. Actually, the Baz Luhrmann's version, I did find that, but it's seven minutes long. So I chose a version <laughs> that's a little bit shorter because the importance of today mm. is to capture your ideas and thoughts on this topic. Welcome back. You're listening to 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. (laughs) To find out more, go to the website 
rnb.org.au. Oh my God, I got carried away. <laughs> Sorry. I just got carried away by that song. I'm so, oh, I, I was ready to just for it to keep going. And it just ended and it was just, it's a brilliant song or a brilliant voiceover. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> I'm happy to share it. It's a, a great song. It's always something that's resonated with me and it just gets me to check in in reality and go, you know what, everything's okay. I'm going to download the full version and play it for myself a few times in the car because mm. there's some days you just give yourself such a freaking hard time about what. Exactly. And, you know, um. So let's go back to, um, gosh, I've lost myself, creating this book. You've got the website and you've got uh, questions. What mm-hmm. else, have, you know, what else can you tell me about that? So the book is that you um, sit down and make the time just to go through uh, the questions. Go through all of them because different questions will evoke different situations. You don't have to follow it um, through the question. You can start at any point that you wish. And also, only answer the questions that are relevant to you. Don't have to answer all the questions. So, it's a really easy experience to go through. It's a wonderful journey, and you'll be surprised what you discover. Whether you do it with yourself or you do it with a family member, there's always a surprise, a hidden surprise that you've forgotten about or you never knew. I imagine this would be a really good activity for grandkids. With you know, if people have grandchildren, and there's a lot of people who grandparents who actually mind their children after school or before school it'd be something really cool to do together yeah I actually have shared this experience with a family just recently they have uh, like 9 11 and there's a 15 year old 15 year old wasn't particularly interested in listening to what granddad had to say so we um, gave them the kids the questions because the mum and dad are so busy and the kids have been getting heaps out of their loving sitting down with their grandparents where once before they were just like, oh, do we have to hear the story again? But now there's actually there's more depth to what they're doing. They're enjoying the experience. The grandparents are enjoying the interaction and a more connected interaction. It's bonding. It is. Yeah, perfectly said. Bonding and appreciation yeah. of someone else's life. Yeah. And exactly. not just... You know, kids have that habit of being in their kids. They're so self-centred and not looking outside themselves. So it's an opportunity to hear what the grandparents have to say. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. Well, the good thing also out of it, and there's research to show that children who have experienced and learnt their family's history, their grandparents and their stories, actually do better in life because they hear the successes and the challenges that their grandparents have been through and how to work through it and that takes them forward in life and and living a happier, successful life. So you've answered something else I was going to ask about the benefit of capturing the memories Mm. and sharing the story. So one of them is better life for the kids, you know. Do you want to elaborate more on on some of the benefits? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, there are so many benefits on so many different levels, Karen. It's uh, I didn't realise that when I started out in researching um, how to make this as easy as possible, just at how many levels this would have effect on people. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the biggest one uh, is creating a legacy that allows a person to reflect on the amazing life that they lived. Sometimes we can just go through life in a day-to-day and not realise, wow, I've actually achieved that. Mm-hmm. 
uh, but also the other side of it's leaving a legacy for your family and really for the for the world um, to appreciate the life that you live, the wisdom that you've achieved, because you're also in capturing your story often share. Um, history that's going on, on in the world or has gone on in the different things that you remember. And I think the most, the one that comes to the top of mind is the 20th anniversary of Diane passing, mm. Princess Diana. Yeah. And when you stop and think about that time when it, gee, it's the 20th anniversary, where was I then? I was, got up out of bed on a Sunday morning on the lounge suite. Exactly. Sat on the lounge suite and heard the news. Yeah. And it takes us back to that time of, what were we feeling? What was going on in our life at that time? Um, you know, all the emotions around that. It's really powerful, but there's, there's snippets in history that we just stop and, you know, where were you when man landed on the moon? And for some, there are, they have gone through that experience. Um, how did it feel when you got your first TV? And, you know, what programs did you watch? And how did your family interact around that? Did you all sit together and experience the TV, watching the TV together? And there's so many things through history that we can capture. I remember Chuck and Di parties when they got married. And we used to go to parties dressed as Chuck and Di. Really? It was. Truthfully, it was back in the 80s. Wow, there you go. You know, so <laughs> you look, and, and I do remember where I was when man walked on the moon. And I also remember when JFK was assassinated. I remember mm. I was only a young girl and it was a very, very hot day in Sydney and we were laying on the wood floors in our home to cool off. So it's things like that. They do jolt your memory. We'll come back again in a moment, but you chose another song today. I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. Tell me why you chose this one. Okay. I remember when this song was released some 20 years ago. I loved the song. Like, it really pulled a chord in my heart when I heard it. But um, it's not till I had children, which is only in the last 10 years, that um, I get the relevance and the connection with this song. Um, so it... I, when I hear the song, I think of my children and and it takes me through a journey of when they were a baby and I heard the song and then watching them grow up. So, yeah, as I you can, can see, see, it's making me emotional. Up. You've got all emotional. Yeah. That's wonderful. Hmm. Welcome back. You're listening to Aging Fearlessly with Karen on 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. What I love when the songs are playing, besides enjoying the songs, I learn so many things about some of the artists. What did you just share with me, Cynthia? Would that be about some of the clients that I've just been No, you shared too about oh. the, why this song was written. Yeah, Aerosmith wrote this song um, thinking about his daughter, um, who's also gone on to do film as well. But I think that's probably why I connected with it so strong, that it's really heartfelt and it's from the right place. And a lot of times we listen to music and I'm sure we don't ever understand why that person wrote the song. Mm. So um, what would you like to share about you with the audience today? Yeah, I, I think probably the biggest thing is that you know, I just want to encourage people just to stop and, and listen um, to their family and their friends and just make the time to ask them, first of all, how are you? Um, are you okay? Uh, it's all about supporting one another on our mental health and finding that balance, but also to 
to ensure that we're being listened to. It's such a powerful um, experience for both both people going through that experience. And I think with life and how busy it is, we don't often get that opportunity just to sit and make the time to stop and listen and, and talk with each other. And uh, you were telling me some stories um, earlier about the type, the people that you're actually interviewing and putting this together. Mm. But when you actually create a book, does it just have to – what's the format? Yeah. So it's a, it's a beautiful hardcover book. Uh, it has the person's favourite photo on the front. So it could be a photo of them. It could be a landscape. That's something that's really significant to them. It has the person's name, my story – and then as you go through the book, it captures, it's set up as chapters. So it takes you through an introduction and, as I mentioned earlier, goes through the various stages of your life. It also gives you an opportunity to capture uh, any wisdom that you wish to share with your family so it can be passed on through the generations, family history, um, but also gives you an opportunity to stop and remember a loved one who has since passed but you would like to share your memories um, so that their memory lives on through your family. And what about recording it? Can you record your stories? I mean, there's so many ways you could do a story, just yeah. as in a recording, you know, like um, like a listening book, an yeah. audio book. Exactly. Well, the beautiful thing is that I use a digital book uh, when we're putting the stories together. So I send my clients a link to the storybook, to the digital book, and they can also upload their photos, their memories, and also... Um, a recording of someone's voice uh, within the book. Ultimately, we're going to print the book out, but while we're going through the experience, we can um, both collaboratively bring the story together. Uh, one of the things that I'm uh, launching in two weeks' time is the Write My Story program, where I sit down with a person once a week over the phone and they have a guide that takes them through, they'll get the 200 questions that takes them through the story of their life. Mm. And they share their memories around a particular area. I record that as they're sharing it. I go away, transcribe their voice into words, and send them the digital link. So the story's consistently being updated every week for eight weeks. I'm going to get my mum to do this. Perfect. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Be, you know, mum's 90 this year. It might be her 90th birthday gift to me. Yeah, nice. I deserve a present. <laughs> what do you reckon? I love your thinking. <laughs> I, do you know the funny thing was um, we did, you know, I did an amazing, I don't know whether I talked about this already, I did an amazing book for mum and dad's 60th wedding anniversary. Did I tell you about this? Tell us more, please. Oh, so my dad died last year. Mm-hmm. So they'd been married 64 years when dad passed away. Wow. So on his on their 60th wedding anniversary, we went to the Q station at Manly mm-hmm. and we just had family and four other friends that they'd gone through their life with there. And I spent around 80 hours doing their story in a hardcover book and I wrote in Word documents all from, when they, from my memories when they met you know, uh, they were in the Blue Mountains and they met, Dad was like 18, Mum was 21 and he said he was 21, you know, as you do. And then the front cover was their their wedding day and the back cover was them sitting and signing the registry. Beautiful. And 
then all through the book was episodes of their life. And so when we when we were born as children, when we moved to our first home in the eastern suburbs, Little Bay, and then life there, and then when they retired to their home on the north coast, and then, you know, things, the, the grandkids coming. So there was four or five little sections in the book of, you know, essential parts of their life. And they didn't know that we'd done this, but we, if you go to your local member, you can um, let them know that there's a big anniversary, 50th or 60th coming up, whatever it is. And then they send it all out to, they get your letters from the Queen, letters from the Governor-General, Julia Gillard was then the Prime Minister, letters from her, Quinton Bryce, the Governor. There were so many letters. The funny thing was, though, and I share this, so on the day I had this big envelope and I said, I don't know what's going on, Mum and Dad, but I've got all this mail that keeps coming from you. And they were opening them up and Dad's going, oh, you never have to pay tax again. Thank you, Julia (laughs) Gillard. Oh, $2,000 from the Governor-General. We're all just (laughs) laughing hysterically because he made a story about all of this. But in the book we had, at the back I had a copy of their marriage, no, in the front, a copy of their marriage certificate. Beautiful. And at the back, the letter from the Queen. And so it's just a really special way of capturing it and that sits at home now. And every time I go up there I, I look at photos and... But there's one photo, a full page of my mum in this beautiful dress. And she said, you know, that of all the photos you picked, your father hated that dress. <laughs> <laughs> kind of so, right. yeah, so I know the importance of, you know, that meant so much to them to get that book. Yeah. I know I've gone on about that, but to me it's a very special book. Absolutely. And thank you for sharing that. It's a fine example of just sitting down and making the time. It can be time consuming, but I hope that can certainly lessen that time and make it as easy as possible. It's a beautiful thing to do. Well, don't I was doing this from scratch with mm. no, you know, in the end one of my nieces came in and helped me because yeah. it was just such a big job. And the photos were so old, mm. I had to do a lot of ghosting around them in an app to actually make them, you know, I was the old black and white sepia photos mm. that were like so bad. But, you know, putting them together, it was... It was just great to have them because now they can't be destroyed, those photos. Absolutely. You have them as a keepsake forever. So I've just been ranting on. Um, Ed Sheeran wrote a song called Photograph and you chose Mm. that today. Yeah. I think uh, he's an amazing storyteller, Ed Sheeran, and Photograph, it's a a story about his life. And if you ever get the opportunity to jump on and um, look at YouTube at the video, it captures him from a baby, and it's all little video footage of him as a baby growing up over the years. And it just gives you a deeper understanding of what an amazing character he is, the life that he's lived. And you can see why he's he's so exceptional at what he does, because he's been doing it since he was a young fellow. It's amazing. Well, I hope everyone enjoys this song, and I'm glad you chose it. Loving can hurt Loving can hurt sometimes But it's the only thing that I know When it gets hard You know it can get hard sometimes It is the only thing that makes 
us feel alive We keep this love in a photograph We make these memories for ourselves Where our eyes are never closing Our hearts are never broken And time's forever frozen still So you can keep me Inside the pocket of your ripped jeans Holding me closer till our eyes meet And you won't ever be home Welcome back to 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. You are listening to Aging Fearlessly with Karen. Please go to Facebook and like the page Aging Fearlessly. I'm speaking with Cynthia Shearer from Our Life Story. Um, And Cynthia, what are some of the stories that you've helped people capture? Mm. They are so varied, and I have to say I'm honoured to be able to to be given the opportunity to sit down uh, with these people. They go from a gentleman who owned a helicopter business, which nobody knows who knows him now, never knew that. And it wasn't until he sat down and started sharing some of the things. He was one of the original um, maintenance workers on helicopters in Australia that many years ago. Mm. Um, And then he went on over the years to then to have his own helicopter business. So his stories are fascinating. Um, But he also talks about when he's travelled overseas and worked overseas, um, some of the interesting people that he met. He also shares the story of his family history. He didn't know he was adopted and found out he was adopted and what that meant to him. And that's really beautiful that he's sharing that with his children uh, who are now adults and travelling around the world and working around the world, same as their dad. Um, To um, a lady who said her children have brought her this experience of capturing my story where I sit down and I interview people, I go away, I transcribe what they share with me, and then we put it into their book. I scan their photos mm-hmm. and I crop them and touch them up so that they um, fit beautifully into their hardcover books. And she said, oh, I'm not that interesting. I'm just a mother um, that raised my children. Well, didn't she shock us all, including herself, when we worked out she, her and her family are actually major pioneers in Victoria, um, Karatha, her and her husband mm. lived in Karatha in a day when the mining industry was just starting there and there was only a little shop in a container ship. Really? <laughs> oh. Um, so she shares those experiences, what it was like to have children in Karatha and how they started a group where the mothers supported one another because there was no other support around them. Um, they're really inspiring stories that she shared and now that she can reflect back on that, I think it really made her appreciate what an amazing life she has had to date and um, put a real bounce in her step. She stands tall, um, she has a sparkle in her eye and I just think that's so powerful. Yeah, you gave her a piece of her life that she didn't have. Yeah. Can you tell us about your most recent project? You worked on AMVCS. Yes, uh, they are an ex-military, they're the Australian Ex-Military Collectors Society and they recently put together a 40th anniversary commemorative magazine where they brought all the history of the club together, all the activities that they go on, all the fantastic work that they do with Anzac Day, Remembrance Day, 
that we really take for granted and we didn't know just how involved they were in the community. Um, they shared some technical things about the military vehicles that they bring back to life. They shared the stories of how they found them in a farm, in a paddock, mm. rusted under I've a bunch of trees. I've seen plenty of those <laughs> old things rusted under trees, yep. Yeah, and they um, rebuild them, they cut the rust out of them. That, I had to laugh when one of the members I was sitting down with and he was sharing the history because he'd been a life member and he said, you know, we actually refer to ourselves as rustologists. <laughs> and I just thought after after doing some stories with him, I said, that's so perfectly captured, that rustologist. So it made Is it actually laugh. a word or he just made up I a think rustologist? That's something he made up. That's so New relevant. word, Macquarie Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're really passionate about what they do and to sit down and create um, a magazine which has now gone global for um, it's really um, a growing area for clubs and interest groups and ex-military vehicles. They've done technical um, information. They share about the history of war um, and what the vehicles, their role was in the war. And also, I think probably the most fascinating experience was sitting down and capturing each of the members' stories, experiences, why they joined the club, um, why is the club so relevant and what do they get out of it? Because they go away on camping trips with their vehicles. They're like vehicles. family together. Exactly. They love their vehicles, don't they? They love their vehicles. They love camping with their vehicles. And they have created lifelong friendships through this interest group. And part of ageing fearlessly is having lifelong friendships and having friendships and connections. And that's why I'm so passionate about what I talk about and why I really want you to share this story today because... Not only is it important for family relationships, but it's also important for all relationships and people in the, in the future knowing who you were. There is one more song that we are going to talk about. Hold on to your memories. Who uh, wrote that song? I'm just having a look here. Hold on to your memories is Corey Tynan. This song... Um, part of uh, going, coming in and seeing you is to capture the songs that are relevant to um, me as a person but also about what I do in, around life story. So I did a bit of researching and this one really rang home. It's a graduation song and I think it captures perfectly about um, looking back and appreciating your life where you've been, where you're at now, because when you graduate, you're going on to the next phase of your mm. life and where you go from there, and I think this is a lovely song to reflect that. Enjoy. You are listening to Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. I'm with Cynthia Shearer, and during the break, Cynthia and I were talking about a family that she had the opportunity to meet and talk to, a Greek family. Yes, it's interesting in capturing people's stories how often I come across um, immigrants who have come over to Australia and, you know, what? it's really nice that they get the power of capturing their family history and they're really passionate about it. Mm -hmm. So um, a, a lady brought her mother and father for Christmas a um, Capture Your Story where I sit down with them and I interview them and then I create the book for them. And first off, she wasn't really interested. She said, you know, I don't like the light 
Um, I don't like anyone shining the light on me. I kind of just go about my business, even though I'm a school teacher and that's hard to believe. Um, but, yeah, I don't like the light shining me, so I'm not sure if this is for me. And I said, well, that's okay. Let's just sit down and have a chat and see how it goes. So I said, so tell me about yourself. And she started sharing it. By halfway through, that's our first hour together, she said, I can't believe this is the most amazing experience. It's not something I would have ever done, but I'm really enjoying chatting with you. It's that easy. Was this on the phone? Uh, in person. Oh, you went. This you, is, you saw them in person. Yeah. So there's a few different things. I that think we I'll do. send you up to see my mother, and you can have a couple of days up there with her. Yeah, yeah go a cup of tea and a good chat. Oh, yeah. Doesn't get better than that. So um, she started sharing things with me, and she was seven when she left Greece to come on the ship uh, with her mother and four brothers and sisters. Her father was already out here, so we talked about. Can you imagine what your mother went through with five children? on her own, coming out on the ship. So we talked about that and that experience. It was kind of mind-blowing, actually, that she achieved that, she did that. And then she talked about um, when they got here, what was it like to transition uh, into a new country, a new culture, having to learn a new language because they didn't know how mm. to speak English. Scary, I would imagine. It was scary, and I think it made her realise how far they've come by sharing that, mm. um, what she went through. And having been a teacher, in, and I was teaching in the 80s, and I can remember having children, migrant children, come to my classes in primary school. And it wasn't like today where there was a lot of migrants. They would be the only one in the room that mm. wasn't, you know, a native from Australia, mm. an English-speaking student. And, wow, it, what they went through. Yeah. I think by sharing what she has, it's really given insight to her family about what an amazing person she is, how she got through the challenges. Um, it's, it was a really inspiring story and certainly given a new respect and gratitude from her family to her. Um, so it was a really powerful experience. And what else happened with that? You, were, you mentioned mm. something else. Well, because she was the youngest of five and there's a big gap between her and the eldest, she didn't ha quite have the memories of being back in Greece. And I said, so... With consideration your sisters live locally, what about if we get the three of you together over a cup of tea and have a chat and they might be able to shed some more light on what it was like to live in Greece, um, you know, what were your, what were your mum and dad like because they have more memories of that, uh, what was it like to come out on the ship and the experience in Australia and integrating into Australia. And she goes, oh, what a great idea, they would love that, it's nothing like having a good chat. So we got them all together and that was the most powerful experience I've ever gone through and having the three sisters together and sharing the stories, learning things about each other that they never knew, um, learning things about their parents that they never knew and where mm. they came from. So it was an amazing experience for everybody. There was, there was laughter, there was tears, there was, oh, my God, I never knew that, and light bulb moments. Oh, it sounds fantastic. I'd like to be a fly on the wall. But... Out of that, there was a gentleman, which is one of the sisters' husbands, sitting there listening to us share the stories and um, really enjoying the experience. And later on, when they were making a cup of tea, he piped up and he said, oh, you know, I've, I'm lucky to be alive. I'm lucky to be here. And I said, oh, why is that? And then he started sharing his story of when he was in Greece. He was seven years old. He fell off a cliff when he was trying mm. to get water in the mountains. And he hung there for grim life, holding on for hours, calling out, needs help. And eventually a gentleman helped him and how he got through that. And then he went on to tell me when he was 11 years old... Um, he, Excuse me, don't mind my phone ringing. <laughs> he was, um, it was during the war in Greece and he found a grenade when he was 11. He picked it up and it went off in his hands and it blew his fingers off. 
and a piece of steel went into his eye, so he's lost an eye. Oh, my goodness. And that whole experience of when he woke up the next morning, it must have knocked him out, and he woke up the next morning and he got himself back home. Then he became a stowaway on a ship to get to Australia, and he had his clothes. So at the end of it all, he said, I want you to do my story. I want it in a film. And I said, you know what, I think you've got the most incredible story to share and I'd be honoured to sit down with you and do that. So we're going to start that shortly. That's a Um, big project. Yeah, but he's super excited. And you know what, when he shares his experience, you feel like you're there. You can't help but be entwined in the story. And it's um, it's inspiring, it's heartfelt, and uh, we're looking forward to the journey. This must be changing your life too. Absolutely. I've met so many amazing people and each time I learn something different from different people so it's enriching my life it's enriching their life and their families around them so um, I look forward to sharing the stories with with the world as well they're really inspiring I'm going to add in a song now um, very quickly because I want to come back and you can share some tips and how people then can find you Um, but the history history in the making is the song Mm -hmm. and history in the making is by Darius Rucker. Yes. It's one of those songs that I came across uh, when I w- when you put it out there to choose some songs for this program. And it really resonated, I think, um, that it's about inspiring people to sit down and make the time to capture their story. And it's songs like this that I hope connect with people and inspire them to do that. Enjoy. Don't move, baby, don't move Oh, look at you, I just want to take this in The moonlight dancing off your skin Our time is take our time I just want to look in your eyes and catch my breath Cause I got a feeling This could be one of those memories Where one Show feel now tonight, maybe tonight is the start of a beautiful ride that'll never end. And baby, I got a feeling this could be one of those memories we wanna hold on to, cling to, a one we can't forget. Baby, this could be our last. The daughter forever What if this was that moment That chance were taking History in the making 
I'm with Cynthia Shearer here and we're just, we have to wrap up shortly. So Cynthia, what are some of the tips that you can share that we can capture capture, capture our story? Yeah. I'm going to say that again. Cynthia, what are some of the tips that you can give us to capture our story? Absolutely. Yeah, there are so many ideas that um, it's, to, it's about evoking memories and um, capturing them at the same time. So probably the best thing to do is get your photo album out and sit down and go through it. Uh, whether you do that um, on your own or you do it with family members, uh, we've just done it with a family and it evoked so many memories. We had laugh. We were like, oh, that's sad that that person's passed away. It's been that many years ago. Um, but I do recommend as you're going through the photo album to um, record what you're feeling, what you're thinking and capture those memories as you're going along. Uh, it's a really beautiful experience and then we can go from there and put it into a book for you. The other thing that's really helpful is to create a timeline and I can um, give your listeners a free timeline and it starts at when you were born and it really helps to um, establish the significant things that have happened throughout your life just to get clarity around when things happened. Oh, yeah. And around that, it evokes memories as well. Oh, wow, that was, you know, when our cousins got married and the fa- all the family together. That was the first time and the last time our whole family were together. So things like that come out of the timeline and it really helps to capture your story and creating that. And any other quick tips before we go? To the yeah. next little topic? I think another thing that's really important is that because I have a digital book online that I send a link and then you can collaboratively add things as you come up, is to keep a pen and paper beside you or use your telephone or a dictaphone to record the memories as they come to you. Mm. Because often you can be out and about somewhere and something evokes a memory that you may have never had before. But if you don't capture it, it can also fade and can be lost forever. Yep. Just in yep. that fleeting moment, you have that memory. So I recommend for everyone just to have a little pen and pad or a, a recorder around just to capture those memories. And those are the memories that you can add to your digital book at any time. So when you're ready to print your book, it's there forever. Well, they're really great tips. But I want to ask you the four things that matter most. Well, it's interesting. I uh, read. I haven't read a book. I I heard about it, and it really resonated with me. I'm keen to get the book because I only just found out about it the other day. It's a gentleman by the name of Iron Biok. Now, this gentleman, he's in the U.S. and he works closely with dying people. So he wrote a book called "The Four Things That Matter Most." It's about the four things that you want to say to the most important people in your life before you or they die. Oh. And it's through his capturing these stories as people are dying that there's four things. To say thank you, 
to the person that's most close to you. Yeah. I love you. Mm-hmm. Forgive me and mm-hmm. I forgive you. I guess they are really great words of wisdom that we all need to know. And even when you argue with someone or in your just your daily life to mm. remember those things. Absolutely. I, I think that by sitting down and capturing our memories and our stories, this um, is a perfect opportunity to sit down and give gratitude to the people that are closest to you in this experience. And certainly by going through this experience, that allows you to share those things that are most important to you. Well, that's beautiful. If people want to know more about you, how do they find you? Certainly. Um, I've created a website called ourlifestory.club. Club, so yeah. please um, jump on, have a look and a read through um, and inspire you to um, make the time to capture you and your family's stories. Also, I encourage you to email me at cynthia at ourlifestory.club. Well, that's really, um, you know, today's interview has been really inspiring and, you know, it just, it is important to capture our stories or to capture the stories of our family members, especially the older ones. Mm. Well, that's it for today. So thank you, Cynthia, for joining me. Thank you, Karen. I've really, really enjoyed hearing about this. And, uh, you know, I'm going to talk to you about my mum and capturing her story. Mm. And so um, thanks, listeners, again. And we'll see you next time. Actually, I'll hear you next time. Um, You'll hear me. Whatever. (laughs) So this is it for today's program. It's time to say cheerio to the wonderful Northern Beaches community. Join me next week for another episode of Aging Fearlessly. And now for a song written by Nick Howard, especially for the listeners. This is Karen Sander. Have a fantastic week. And remember, aging is inevitable and growing old is a choice. The sun is shining bright outside. There's a sparkle in It's not all nine to five, it's a wonderful life. Let's go and climb mountains high, swim across oceans wide. Live out our dreams, just you and me. Let your heart be alive. There's no time to wait. Gotta go get the most out of time Don't be afraid Like this treasure that you've got to find Baby, don't be shy Let's go and take that ride Taste the sweet and the spice Everything nice Let your heart just let your heart come alive, honey. Let your heart be alive. So that's it. Wow, good job.